me psychoanalyze you. You're stupid. If you used a rifle to shoot a pigeon, it'd probably explode. I need to have negative thoughts to keep me safe from the saber-toothed tiger that's gonna pop out and eat me as soon as I step out of my cave. Humans were pretty fucked up, but there's beauty in that imperfection. Hello, what is up, Floodsters? Welcome back. It's another day. It's a beautiful, beautiful fucking, beautiful fucking sunny day here in Boulder, Colorado. Coming to you once again from Basement Studio. Yeah, you know, I have been feeling pretty fucking good lately. And um, I'm going to attribute some of that to the fact that it's just been so nice out. Unbelievable. And some of it just to, I don't know, the right combinations of meds, the right combination of being at home. Although I really miss Alex and um, I am anxious about this visa interview, which is coming up in um, two weeks from today. Holy shite. I'm scared. But maybe I have intuition about it. Maybe I'm calm because I have intuition about it. That's what I'm hoping. That is what I am hoping. And so I'm just biding time here, waiting until we can start our lives together after three years of waiting. Yeah, but I'm also feeling like just good about myself, you know? I've gotten back into a bit of a gym routine. That makes me feel good. I, um... My energy has been considerably better than it was like a month ago. So all around, there's not much to complain about. And I'm happy. I mean, you know, I like to complain, but I also like to not have anything to complain about. But I have to say, you know, it is the holiday season. The holidays are swiftly approaching. And um, yeah, it'll be the first one in Colorado without my mom. So that's a little weird. But I don't know. It doesn't make me that sad. I'm not the kind of person that gets super sentimental on the holidays or whatever. We did have some fun traditions, though. Like one of our favorite traditions was to buy like heinous costumes for the pets and then dress them up and take humiliating photos of them. Um, you know, in Santa Claus hats as a turkey, etc. And we would have a good laugh, you know, a couple glasses of wine or a hit of weed and just laughing our asses off, taking some ridiculous photos. This photo of uh, Vivi Doggins, that's my mom's miniature dachshund, in a uh, hula skirt and coconut shell bikini will forever be ingrained in my mind. She just has like the silliest look on her face, you know? I kind of feel bad when I do it to cats because they really hate it, and they have a way of really looking humiliated, you know? So I don't know that I will subject Cheeky to this. I think Alex might be against this idea because, you know, it is kind of humiliating for them. I don't know. Maybe they care. Maybe they don't. I tend to think that most animals like attention. Uh, let's see. What other holiday traditions did we have? Well, the pajamas before Christmas, the night before Christmas. We did that when I was a kid. I don't know. It's been a lot of years since we've had a Christmas tree, but you know, Alex has never had a real Christmas tree in Italy. They lean more towards the fake trees. And um, so we're going to go chop down a tree probably together. 
and decorate it. I'm waiting for him to get here before I do that. I have a little uh, faux aspen tree that I like to put gold ornaments on and uh, it lights up. It looks really nice. I like that. That's for the basement and upstairs we'll do the Christmas tree. I don't know. I'm I'm leaning towards cooking. If I can get Alex into cooking, I mean, you know, he's not going to be here for Thanksgiving, which is in two weeks. So I don't know that my dad and I will do anything. Maybe we're going to go to the hot springs together. I don't know. We'll see. But um, he is going to be here for Christmas. And this might be one of our only Christmases we spend together in the U.S. because the plan is always to go to Italy to be with Alex's mom for Christmas. So yeah, we gonna, I don't know, we gonna do some things. He's never been ice skating. He's never been snowboarding or skiing. He's never been snowshoeing. Yeah, I know he's never decorated a gingerbread house. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I used to do a lot with my mom. Like the gingerbread house was a big one when I was a kid. I really loved that. Haven't done one of those in years. So yeah, we're probably going to do some things and uh, it's gonna be fun. It's going to be fun. It's it's one way I'm getting myself to be okay about the fact that it's the holiday season by, you know, getting involved in it, actually, as opposed to just being a grumpy, grinchy bystander. But, you know, one thing that I've been thinking about with the holiday season approaching is body image. You know, it can be a hard time for people because it's just easy to fall off the wagon with your diet and your exercise. But uh, today I was listening to Tink's uh, Ask Me, Tink's, Tink's, Ask Me, whatever the fuck her podcast is called. And she was talking about body image over the holidays. And I thought I could add a couple of cents to what she said. Yeah, you know, it can be a, a difficult time of year for people. I mean, the good news is if you're living in a cold climate, you're bundled up. So if you gain a few pounds, most people aren't going to notice. But there's just a struggle for people with how much do I indulge? How much do I let loose because it's the holidays? How much do I stay on track? Look, I am not that into holiday food. I don't love me some turkey. Stuffing's okay. Mashed potatoes, okay. Cranberry sauce, bleh whatever else. It's it's just not my favorite thing. I do like squash. I do like pumpkin pie. But um, everything else, take it or leave it for me. I, I just like regular food. We used to, that's a tradition we used to have. We used to make Indian food on Christmas. So I don't know, maybe I'll do that this year. Probably not. Alex going to want to try some traditional American food. So yeah. But um, for a lot of people, the struggle is real. You know, this time of year, It's just easy to fall off the wagon and then to start feeling bad about yourself. So yeah, I thought I'd talk a little bit about body image like Tinks did in her episode this week. And, um, you know, obviously you can struggle with body image any time of year. And I have to say, I do struggle with body image. I mean, who doesn't? In fact, I have been known to have quite a bit of body dysmorphia over the years. I feel like this is one thing that's making me happy lately is I feel like I know that I look good and I feel good in my body. My body feels strong. Some of that is from working out so much. So that's making me happy because I I finally feel like there's a synergy, synchronicity between what I see in the mirror and what I actually look like. And that's not something that happens to me 
I don't know how much I've talked about this on here, but I had eating disorders when I was a teenager. I struggled a lot, especially like the last two years of high school. I was really skinny and I was really dysmorphic about how I looked. And it's been a struggle ever since, you know? It goes through times where it's fine and I'm all in the clear and times where I get kind of controlling about my diet and kind of anxious about what I'm eating and feeling out of control when I start gaining weight. But, you know, the good thing is at this point, I do have a little bit more control over not what I eat, but how I feel when I eat. And that's taken a lot of practice. It's taken therapy. It's taken some tips and tricks, which I'm going to share with you, that really help me cope with body dysmorphia, body image, eating disorder stuff. I don't want to give too much advice about eating disorder because if you have that, you need to seek professional help. But I can speak from my personal experience. The first thing I'm going to say about body image, to me, one of the most important things is about that self-talk. It's the negative self-talk that fucks you in the ass. That's the thing that really builds up over time and makes you have really negative or dysmorphic beliefs about your body. So that's what you need to start working on. I have said this on here before. But one way I find very helpful for affirmations or changing your self-talk is to record your own voice on your voice notes recorder app thing, saying positive things. You can use this for anything that you're trying to change your thoughts about, you know? If you're having anxiety, you can do it to focus on something that's not causing you anxiety. If you're having intrusive thoughts, to focus on something else. If you're having bad thoughts about your body, this is a great tool. And I discovered this when I was kind of in the throes of eating disorder. This really helped me. Now, you know how they say with affirmations and and positive self-talk, you're not supposed to mention any negative. So like you can't say, I don't want this to happen or I am not going to gain weight overnight. Instead, it has to be like totally positive. Like I am going to remain the same weight even if I eat a lot of food tonight, tomorrow I will wake up the same weight. Or I am healthy. I am beautiful the way I am. Not I am not fat. You know, no negative at all. Okay. Only positive. So things I would use would be like, like that. Like I am beautiful. I am thankful that my body is healthy. Really try to focus on the things that you're grateful for that your body does have. I am thankful that I am healthy. I am thankful that I have resources to give my body healthy food. I am thankful that I get myself to the gym every day. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am healthy. I am intelligent. Things that are really going to change your negative self-talk. So it might be wise to investigate the most common negative things you tell yourself and then create these voice notes that are the complete opposite. So if it's like, I hate my nose, I hate my belly fat instead, my nose is beautiful, I love all of me, 
including my belly chub. And you need to listen to this regularly, particularly when you find yourself hearing those negative thoughts. Then you just hit play and you listen back. Listen back to those positive affirmations. And then you can start doing it yourself, you know? Like if you think I'm fat, think I am beautiful. It's just going to automatically start coming easier and easier the more you listen to these affirmations. I just think it's so valuable to hear yourself say nice things about yourself, you know? Your own voice is powerful. And I also mentioned this in here, I think gratitude for the things that your body does do that you are capable of, the health that you have, the ability to work out, the ability to walk and speak and sing and dance and whatever it is you love to do with your body. Think about how grateful you are for it. Write those things down. Make them in a voice note. Now, as far as surviving the holidays body image wise, I personally don't think it's a great idea to go totally off the rails with your diet and exercise regimen. I think it's good to keep that up. While it's okay to have a little wiggle room, a little indulgence, you know, or maybe a lot of indulgence even, I think one really negative, sabotaging type behavior that a lot of us have when it comes to diet is this all or nothing attitude, this fuck it all. I've eaten one piece of pumpkin pie, I might as well go all in. And this is simply not true. Because balance and maintaining balance, I think, is something really important when it comes to health, longevity, and uh, body image. Because you don't get totally out of control feeling, you know? That's something that eating disorders are really about. It's really about control. Usually, an eating disorder happens because you're trying to gain some control over your life. So it's really important to try to figure out how to have balance, to try to get away from all or nothing thinking and all or nothing behaviors. So for me, that's like, I can have one piece of pie. I can even have two pieces of pie, but I don't need to eat the whole fucking pie and then not exercise for a week just because I've eaten a pie or over exercise just because I've eaten a pie. You know, I just keep up with my regular routine. I move on with my day and I try to forget about the pie. And I remind myself that, look, just because I indulge doesn't mean I'm going to wake up like 50 pounds heavier, even one pound heavier, you know? And even if I did, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Just because I gained some weight doesn't mean that everything in my life is out of control. And if I want to lose that weight, I can do it. I have gained and lost weight so much on purpose and not on purpose over the course of my life that if I decide I need to lose weight, I can. I think there's like a big fear for me that I'm going to get out of control. If I eat one piece of pie, I'm going totally out of control and I'm never going to be able to gain that control back. I'm going to be 600 pounds, uh, whatever. It's totally catastrophizing. Okay, this is a little sidetracked here. Maybe, maybe not. But Alex and I have been having this kind of conversation lately about people who are overweight and the idea of body positivity at any size. 
Now, he really believes that it's not good. If you are obese, that having positive body image, I mean, believing anyway that you're beautiful and you look good and you're healthy at any weight is not a good thing. His argument is that if you are obese, you are not healthy. And I see his point, you know, there are a lot of statistics against you. If you're obese, you're more prone to certain cancers, to diabetes, to heart disease, you know, that's kind of known fact. So even if your blood work is okay, long term, if you're several hundred pounds, your chances that you're going to be as healthy as someone thin, I'll give Alex this, is probably not true. And he believes that it's just damaging to be fat and to believe that you're okay and to accept your body even when you're fat because he thinks that then you'll lose motivation, that some level of body shaming even could motivate you to lose weight. Now, this comes from his personal experience of being a rather chubby kid and being bullied in school for it and then being motivated to lose weight because of the bullying. Now, I come from the side of somebody who has an eating disorder, and I think it's not a great angle to come from. I think it's better to accept your body and love it, come from a place of love, but still find a way to be motivated to lose weight for your health and even for the physical appearance side of it. But I see his point about how motivating shame can be. I get it. But I just think it's dangerous territory to start hating yourself and to take action because of hate. If that's your only option and you have tried everything else, then maybe you do need someone to shame you into losing weight. And then you can get over the trauma of being shamed after you're thin. I mean, that is a way. I don't know that I agree with that, but it is a way. I think part of the problem, honestly, too, is that I think if you are obese, chances are good that you have kind of a unhealthy relationship with food and your mind and coping with life by eating, needing that extra fat as a shield from the world that you find to be painful in some way, or using food to cope with your emotions that feel out of control. Whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, I think there is a very good chance if you are obese that your food relationship is unhealthy. In order to get healthy, you really need to have a healthy relationship with food, And I think your body as well. That should be left up to the professionals. I really have to say, if you have any kind of eating disorder or body image problems or obesity, professional help is where it's at. That is really how you are going to help yourself. And I know there's all sorts of centers for eating disorders. So search for something like that if you're really struggling. And there's also Overeaters Anonymous, which I think is not just for people who overeat, but any kind of eating disorder. Have not been, but heard great things. My last thing about body image is so much of our body image is influenced by the media we consume. You know, used to be from magazines. Now it's from social media. And 
Just be aware of who you follow and what kind of image they put out. I'm not plus size, but I do really like the plus size models and they're fucking models. They're gorgeous. So even follow people who just like look regular, like people for God's sake, you know, not social media stars, not even plus size models, just plus size. And I think that is really going to help level out your expectations for your body and how you need to look by seeing people who are quote unquote normal looking, not in the 1%, you know? And for me, you know, I preach exercise on here all the time because that has really helped me in my body image because I have been able to shift my focus, my purpose for exercising from weight loss to health. And I think that's in general a good way to shift your focus if you're struggling with body image. Try to focus on health. Try to focus on, I'm going for this walk not to burn this many calories, but to get fresh air because it's good for my health, my mental and physical health, and all aspects, you know, the food you put in your body and the exercise you do. Focus on the health aspect of it. Even if you're just telling yourself that, but part of you still believes you're going to the gym because you want to maintain your figure or you want to lose weight, when you hear those thoughts, replace those thoughts with the other ones, the one that's focused on health. I don't know. I have a lot of compassion for you if you're going through problems with body image and eating disorders and obesity. I think it's something that's a lifelong struggle. It's it's a kind of addiction, in fact, eating disorders. But it's like living with an addiction that you have to be around that substance all the time. You can't just not eat. I mean, you can. It's anorexia and you will die. Generally, we're all around food every day. You know, just remember that weight and your relationship to your body does change a lot. And when you find yourself falling into a negative place, use some of these tools I have mentioned and I think it will help. I, it's a constant process for me. I have to keep going back to this because, you know, an eating disorder, it's not something that you totally like recover from. It's something that sort of goes into remission like cancer and can pop back up and bite you in the ass when you least expect it or when you're stressed or whatever. So it does take constant work to maintain good body image and to slam the door on the fucking eating disorders, you know? Okay, I hope this was helpful. As always, you can reach out to me at perfectlyflodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at perfectlyflodcast. Bye. Bye.